today on The Positive Principle. It's, yeah, it, it, I remember when it happened and it was, uh, and we, you know, we had the celebration of life, or it wasn't really celebration of life, it was just a funeral. And I remember the crying so much and everybody was like, why are you crying so much? And, you know, which is a funny question, but it wasn't just like crying. It was like, it was that, you know, that so much sorrow, not for his death, but the fact that he never, he was never heard. Hello and welcome to The Positive Principle. It is great to have you here. I could actually say hello and good evening because we're actually doing something very different. Um, we are recording in the evening tonight because of some circumstances. And it's great to be talking with my wonderful and awesome friend, Polly Wyram. Hey, Polly, how are you? Thank you, Max. I mean, we'll just share with people. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at the country club tonight. Um, Max and I. We have we every Tuesday and Thursday. We have an eight o'clock a.m. appointment. And today, right before eight a.m., I got a call from my daughter. She was lost out in the desert. She had gone for a run like at five forty in the morning and needed to be picked up. She had no idea where she was. Oh my god! And so I was like, thankfully, Max could reschedule because. You know, you run out of water, and she'd done eight miles and circles and had no idea where she was on the preserve. But it all worked out. Yeah. How did you end up finding her? Um, well, a really cool thing about the preserve is, I mean, listen, I've gotten lost where she got lost. My husband got lost where she got lost. And now she got lost where she got lost. But you have <laughs> to take a phone because it's so easy to get lost in this preserve. But you can always hike off of it, and, and there's different parking lots. She didn't have her phone, so she used somebody else's phone. And Good. and the funny thing is, is I had just called her because I was hiking down with Supreme, and I had like five minutes to get because I was just like basically walking to the house and call, you know, doing our thing. And I had just called her, and she didn't answer, so I was like, okay, you know, whatever. But then as soon as I hung up, then an unknown call came through, and it was her. It was just kind of funny the coincidence. And you picked up the unknown call. I did. Well, yeah, I know to do that because, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, what yeah. do we do most of the time? We're like, unknown call, no. Yeah. You know, and that's what I do. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's going to be yeah. some marketing thing. Um, wow, yeah. that's that's really great. That's really yeah. great. I love it. Day. I mean, it was a busy day, but it was good because I, I, I love adventures. I love adventure too. Do you remember that woman that um, it was in Hawaii last yeah. year? Yes. That didn't bring her phone? Yes. I, I told... I actually told her, Chloe, that a little while ago, because Chloe's big thing is she wants to hike on a through trail, like the Appalachian or something. And I'm like, I'd really like you to at least have a dog with you. Something, something. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a big thing yeah. last year. Everyone who don't it know it, everyone that's listening, go look that up. And that woman survived. Yeah. And it was a long time. And one of it the was main a long things time. is that she left her phone in her car to go on her hike. Yep. And it's yep. like... And if she would she have was had a sweet phone. yoga instructor. Yes, that's and, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, and she was using, really using that to, to teach about, you know, survival and, yeah. and spirit and everything, which is great. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You know, lots of adventures going on here. And it's funny looking at Polly right now. You know, Polly, where in Arizona, it's bright. And here it's dark. Yeah. It's dark yeah. here in New York. But it's getting dark. I mean, it's 537 here right now. And it gets dark now. And yeah. I mean, yeah. It's but the moon, oh my God, the moon. Did you see it last night? Do you think I saw the moon last night? Oh my God, it was amazing. Like, 
I Jared, have to I, like plan where I have to be. There's uh, buildings all around me to oh, be able to see Oh, okay. Them. Yeah. Okay. Or it has to be at a certain time so I can see it in between the buildings. Okay. Well, then check it out tonight. I mean, like, it's almost every, you know, because I drive to the country club so my kid can swim. But almost every day that we're leaving, I'm like, oh, my God, the sunset. Or, oh, my God, the moon. And he's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In New York City, <coughs> you got to go to some place that's open to be able to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all good. So yeah. Well, what are we going to do today? What are we talking okay. About? Well, I have something I want to talk about. And okay. um, it's, you know, it's one of those subjects is kind of a... Um, near and dear to my heart but i know to your heart and to mm -hmm. many of our listeners heart mm -hmm. so i want to talk about suicide okay let's do it let's do um it. what do you want to talk so about, suicide I, about yeah i don't share like i share a whole bunch about my life but i don't share a whole bunch about my family's life right and so um when so i had there are four kids in our family and um so my sister was six years older than me then i had a brother five years older and then myself and then my younger brother. And so my older brother was, you know, somewhere, you know, what they call on the spectrum, I'm sure wasn't diagnosed then, but brilliant, like absolutely brilliant. Um, and, um, but, you know, the sad thing was he never had like, you know, it just wasn't, we were in a rural, very rural area and it was never like, that was never acknowledged. It wasn't honored. It wasn't like, there was no, you know, he would just stick out like a sore thumb. Right. And it was never like, even in our family, he wasn't recognized as his, his greatness. Right. And he was truly brilliant. Hmm. Um, and then when he was in high school, I mean, you know, adolescence is tough and it just got tougher for him. Oh, of course. And um, then he ended up, I think I was 18 and he ended up committing suicide. Mm. And, um, there's, you know, more, there's obviously more to that story, but. And Polly, you it, and I have known each other for how long? How long? Long time. Long time. Years. And I didn't yeah. even know this. Yeah. You never have talked about this. Never. Uh -uh. Never. Um, yeah. And we have, I mean, there's other suicide in our family. Um, and my, yeah, I'll just say in my family. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it, it, I remember when it happened and it was, uh, and we, you know, we had the celebration of life or it wasn't really celebration of life. It was just a funeral. And I remember the crying so much and everybody was like, why are you crying so much? And, you know, which is a funny question, but it wasn't just like crying. It was like, it was that, you know, that so much sorrow not for his death, but the fact that he never, he was never heard. He was mm. never protected. He mm. was never heard. And oh. that, you know, there are so many people out there. Yes, there is. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I will say that when he was an adolescent, I think that he probably had schizophrenia and there was, you know, definitely sometimes I was um, a little scared to be around him, mm. but it just, the whole thing was never, you know, I, I don't know if it was because things were different then. I don't, you know, I. Well, know, of course but, it was different then. I mean, really, not to give away your age, but I mean, people yeah. didn't really talk about that stuff. They right. didn't talk about that stuff. And it was talked and it was kind of 
assumed that there was, if you had any kind of mental issues, that that had to just be put in the closet. Literally, people yeah. were put in insane asylums yeah. and everything like that for very minor things, you know. So some, something that's, you know, that is, that is something that we have as a society um, been so scared of. We've been so afraid of that, of mental illness forever, yeah. forever. I mean, listen, people were, had, um, had to go through exorcisms and, you know, you think about it and you, you know, now that probably a lot of those people that had to go to exorcisms and all that stuff probably had really severe mental problems that oh, they needed sure. help. They needed Absolutely. help. So everything is always a cry for love on some level. And there's always a real soul in that, that tortured body for yeah. sure. And it just breaks your heart. It just breaks. It it's it is. It's so sad because I mean, I don't know that anybody knew what to do with him. Yeah. But he was when I say he was brilliant, he was like off the charts like he was, you know, like when he was in middle school and high school. He kept he documented like he had all these math formulas. Like he made all these math mm. formulas. And you know, whereas now I'm hoping that would be recognized that that you know that there's somebody I think it is would, more i think yeah. it is more i mean remember you know the movie rain man mm -hmm. with um um what is it um tom cruise and and dustin hoffman was it dustin yeah hoffman? um and that really showed that the brilliance of people that have mental yeah i mean there's always a spectrum of things and yeah. and how it can be honored or the tragedy of yes. how it can yes. be just misunderstood and and put in this place that that and it's and it comes back to what we talk about all the time is this idea of seeing someone's soul yeah not their their personality or their form yeah. you know and that is you know what's the other i'm just thinking about movies that other movie about that brilliant brilliant man shoot um and russell crowe played him I'm, i'll think about it but he was a brilliant genius but he had like severe asperger's or whatever yeah. it is and he came up with it he was like a i think he was even a professor I forget what it is. Do you know the movie I'm talking about? I don't. Yeah, it was with, I think it was Renee Zellweger and him. And he played this, oh, uh, Brilliant Mind or something. I think it's oh, called okay. Brilliant Mind. Yeah. And, and he luckily was recognized for his brilliance, but like socially and other, he couldn't even deal with things. But right. he had this incredible, he could do theorems and he could do all these yeah. incredible things. And it's just really this, this idea that we have to appreciate people where they are. And if they need help, we, we have to reach out and be like, where's, where's the love? Right, and it's the whole package, right? I, I mean, it truly is the whole package because mm -hmm. you know we all have our strengths, and we all have, we all have, we all have our strengths. And if you think about people who really have, I mean, that are just so flipping amazing that yeah. they can comprehend and touch things that that you know the average person doesn't, right? That they they understand things. Yeah. That's that in itself is yeah. a lot of pressure, right? Because if you have that comprehension, you know, perhaps you lack words to share with others. 
That's right. And it, you know, so much of it comes down to, we live in such a, a box of people have to communicate this way. They have to be this way. They have mm, to be this way. Yeah. And if they're out of that norm, something's wrong. No, maybe something's more right with them and not Absolutely. right with us. You know? Absolutely. And I think that a lot of, you know, suicide, I mean, I want to kind of address the suicide thing because I think it's really interesting and important because throughout religions especially mm -hmm. is that in religion, a lot of times it's a quote unquote sin. Yeah. So the committing suicide is a sin. And I, I stand so strongly against that idea right. is that first of all, you have agency over your body, over your life, over your choices, over who you're thinking. And to tell someone that they, that they are, you know, first of all, I don't believe in hell, but they are, you know, condemned to hell. And that there was, it's a mark on the family. If someone has a suicide, that is ridiculous because sometimes this world is too much for people. And, and, exactly and they might be it. very close to being like, you know what? If I just let go of this, I'm free. Yeah. And I actually believe that that's true. You are free when you let go of this form. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, I also think, you know, if there's things that, you know, I do think that sometimes we have to come back, but I, you know, that there, if there were things that weren't learned, but, but I think that, you know what? I believe some people come into this world and they live a short life, but mm -hmm. they impact the world in so, mm -hmm. and they impact the world in great ways. Right. right. And they might not have, you know, let's just face it. Living in this world is hard. It's yeah, tough. Andy. Yeah. And it can be really hard and really tough. And some people, you know, no matter how much, how smart they are, whatever, just don't have whatever it takes to deal with the ups and downs and the stresses right. and all of that stuff. And it's just easier to be like, this isn't even worth it. Cause a lot of times I think a lot of times people commit suicide and we're looking at it from the outside. The person right. inside might be going, this is the best choice in the world. They're not like uh, yeah, running away from people, something. They might right. be like, I'm going to back to feeling free again. Screw this thing. It doesn't yeah. work for me. And I well, and honor that. I do too. And and the thing is, I mean, we're not encouraging anybody to commit no. suicide. Yes, at thank all. you for but, saying that. We have but to, we really I think, have to say that. I think it's important. Like if I look at my brother's situation and I know he's not the only one, he was never supported in our family. Right. Yeah. So imagine being in a home, you're never and fully supported. Judged. Right. You're never you're just not, right? Mm -hmm. And then school is hard, college, there was stuff going on. And so to never have, to never find that support, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to find, I mean, all of us have to find our own support, but let's be truthful. For many people, it's easier to find support than other people, right? Like I imagine Max, for you, you have that ability. Mm -hmm. You can go meet, you can find your support. You can meet right. people, right? Exactly. Not everybody has that gift of, of communication. That's exactly right. Yeah, and you you have that ca the capacity to be able to even art to to articulate it, and all of that stuff. And my heart just goes out to that. And I, I agree. And I, I mean, I want to come back to this thing is that we are definitely not promoting no. suicide because no. here's the deal. There's many people. There's also 
there's millions of stories of people that were going to commit suicide or they tried and they and it didn't work out and then they're so glad that they didn't so, yeah and i think it's i think a really important thing is to know that now there is more support and to reach yes, out they're really sure. you know i don't think that i mean i just looked up support. the suicide prevention yeah. number and I'm just oh, going to give okay. it to you right now. I mean, anyone yeah. in the USA, your the suicide prevention number, if you are in a place, first of all, I mean, yeah, call 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. And they have people there 24 hours. They will talk to you. They will get you help because, as Polly was saying, there is so much help for people. And I think a lot of times it, it just seems like a really super – everything's so bad their life you know the bills the kids the, the it just feels like that and it could be momentary but maybe in the big picture you don't really want to check out but well, it feels too much pressure in the moment and, and there's if you can help. get through that moment right you might be able to get through the other side and go oh god thank god i didn't do that Right. Yeah. And there is help now. I mean, there, there is, is so help. help. There's absolutely help. And there's so many people that have been touched on both sides of suicide that mm -hmm. I know pray daily for people that are in that pain. And they pray right. daily for people to pick up the call, pick up the phone and ask for help. Right. That's right. That's right. Because it's, it, it is painful. It's painful. And the, you know, but the, here's the deal, you know, it's like the tolerance or the capacity for pain, everyone has a different tolerance mm -hmm. too, you know? And so, um, I mean, part of the work I, th I feel like that we do is trying to help people to, to understand that pain, pain and challenge and, and strife in your life doesn't have to take you over. You're, you're actually, you come from a place when you do the work that we talk about that you're bigger than the pain. You can feel the pain. Yeah. You can feel the overwhelm. It can feel like a really crappy day and you can feel like almost, but you also at your core, you know, you're bigger than all of that stuff. So hopefully we can help with some of that. And you know, and, but I also think, you know, I have a suicide in um, my family and that situation just, I don't want to say exactly who it is just to, you know, privacy, but there was a suicide situation in my family and that suicide situation really came from a place that started as a physical thing and that physical thing became a brain thing and then and then this person's brain wasn't really thinking straight. you mean like brain like depression or dementia yeah it, uh, um like hallucinations oh, and okay that stuff but okay. and and also this person went into before this head injury basically um this person already had some some kind of like maybe yeah. some kind of Asperger's or I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and so it was at the point where this person, I believe knew that they couldn't come back, that it was, it was just like, it was time. It was just time. It was very sad and it was really tragic, but you know, so sometimes it's not just, you know, an emotional thing or a choice. It's something physical that really blows. I mean, let's talk about, you know, if you're a certain age, you know who Dr. Kevorkian is, mm -hmm. Yeah. you know, where you, where you choose to say, I'm done now. 
And, yeah. uh, and you know, you might be having cancer, you might, and that's really, a, I mean, I feel like it's a valuable alternative for people that yeah. are just like, hey, you know what? I, I have agency over my body and I'm going to choose that this is the end of this road. That's what's really important. It's just the end of this little blip. Right. Well, and I also think. Going to go into the next thing, right? This is, I mean, I, I think that right now we have so much pain in our country yes, and we have it in the do. world, but I'm just going to say our country, there's so much division, sure. there's so much whatever, but to really, you know, there's a strong possibility that all of this pain and all of this awareness that we're going through right now is going to really allow us to, to look at humanity and look at our world and, and really examine other people's suffering, right? Like, I Amen. don't know that Amen. we have been given, you know, for lack of a better way of saying it, the green light. Like, we haven't been given the green light to look at the suffering in all the different areas that's and right. it's not, you know, there's a lot of suffering. And when you deny suffering, the suffering gets worse. Right. And I, I mean, I, I get that because I think one of the principles I live by is that everything in our life is either love or it's a call for love. Yeah. So you're either experiencing that flow, that joy, that love in looking at things or your own life or you're seeing it as, as pain and sorrow and confusion and pressure or whatever. And that's a call for love. And so if we look at it, we go, wait a second, am I hearing the call for love and I'm giving it more judgment or I'm giving it more pain? Because listen, honestly, in this country right now, there's huge call for love. And yeah. so instead of answering it with more judgment or more pain or more defending, how about if we just give it more love. Yeah. And I just have to say, don't give up. Never. Right. Don't, don't give, give up, up because I don't care Never. if it's somebody look at, there are people I'm sure that are in relationships where they're just like, Oh my gosh, this is so hard. They're depressed or whatever, but don't give up. And if it means that maybe the relationship has, has to change or that person has to find support in a different way, don't give up. Maybe mm -hmm. you don't have to be that person. It feels like this is for somebody listening. Maybe you don't have to be that direct person that mm -hmm. is the main support person, but find somebody else, find the intermean, you know, find somebody that can step in and help you, but don't give up. And I also think, I think that's a great point, Polly. And I also think that don't give up doesn't mean you, you stay Right. In something exactly. that is abusive right. or horrible or Absolutely. whatever. Don't give up means you don't give up on yourself. Right. And, and you, you don't, don't give up on the other person either because you too. can find them. You can help them find like, listen, if you're at your, at your limit, like, you know, it's not safe for anybody. You can, you know, take them to, I've told people, take, you know, when their kids are, take them to the psych ER. Yeah, of course. Take them to the psych ER. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. When you've, when you've reached your limit. Yeah, totally. You do that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I think that that's true. And I think that, you know, having that, that kind of, um, um, the word I'm getting is grit to have that mm -hmm. grit yeah. that no matter what happens, you, you don't give up on you being a vital force in this world. Yes. On some level. Absolutely. Because if you, but that sometimes that people need to develop that grit. Do you know what I mean, Polly? Well, they do. And that, 
And it's self, it's self-love. It's self It is self-love. And I think that the tricky part is, you know, if there's somebody that's caring for somebody that's got some mental illness, yeah. it's not easy, right? And mm-hmm. so there's nothing wrong with you seeking help, you seeking support, and you, yeah. you know, so that so that everybody's supported because there is nothing easy about that. No. I mean, it makes me think about Al-Anon. You know, yeah. It's like if you have alcoholics or drug addicts in your family, you need to get support too. Yeah, you know, it's a so lot. It's, and it comes back to how we're all connected. Yeah. We're all connected. And so, you know, I, I think that you're right, coming back to what you said earlier, is that, you know, I think that a lot of suicides could be prevented if people um, reached out. If they, yeah. they said, you know what, we're in, and this, this is so much about being humble. It about is, having and it's humility scary. and saying, we're having yeah. a hard time and I'm scared and this is, and I need help. And a yeah. lot of us need, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like, you know, one of the things that's missing in, I feel like in our country, in our world, in a way, is that we don't have the ability to be humbled. Yeah. We just have to be right all the time. And I think that if you're humble a little bit to say, I need help, or my sister needs help, or I'm dealing with someone that's really yeah. tough, I need some help here. And I think that that's, that's such a high vibration, don't you think, Polly? To it be is. like, I need help. And, you know, I really, I'm seeing, because this is what I want, I'm seeing that one of the things that our country will discover is that we can help everybody. We can support everybody, right? And we don't all have to look the same. We don't all have to think the same, but we all have the ability to, you know, healthcare. We all have the ability. I mean, when you got to, you know, this is just one of my clients that was going through this. Her kid was suicidal. He was a teenager. And there was this three month waiting list for him to talk to somebody. No. That's not okay. No, 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 that that's, is not that's okay. That's not okay. That's when you take them to the psych ER. That, there's just right. like, there's, there's nothing okay with that. But, but that's what I see is that we have the potential to change what's, we you do. know, to change the pain that's going on right now. And look at, it's not just because of racism. It's not just because of violence. We have so much other stuff going on that needs to be addressed. Because all of that stuff is the is the result of something else that's going absolutely. on absolutely the denial of being of the de- denial of being vulnerable really it's yeah. the denial of being and and you know from my point of view your vulnerability is your greatest strength it's your greatest strength the more i mean when i'm saying vulnerable i mean being completely honest and saying you know i'm in pain i need help or you know being vulnerable is so much stronger than being like, I'm good. I'm good. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I'm good. I'm totally in denial that I feel like crap. That is the worst. And I think a lot of people live like that. But I think that this country is, you're right, coming to this place of, you know, we have to get really honest. We do. And guess what? It's, it's not just vulnerability, it's respect. And, and the respect actually comes, I feel like it can come from the vulnerability because if you, if, if you allow yourself to look at, okay, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. If you allow yourself to look at everything around you like that, 
that allows you to respect everything you see, right? Okay. And that allows you to extend a hand, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes back to having compassion, compassion for yourself, compassion for others. And I mean, that is so important because so many people choose suicide because they don't think anyone cares. Yeah, but people care. And I mean, we're all connected. Here's the deal. Yeah. We're all connected. No matter what you think, we are connected. And the reason why, if you reach out to somebody, it, it literally helps hundreds of more people that you don't oh, even know. Oh, it does. And it's so, listen, know. people. And it makes you I feel mean, good. You might, I mean, people listening, you know, might think, or even people that, you know, that have depression and, you know, stuff like that, they might feel like, you know, nobody other people don't understand. You know what? It's so common, right? It's so common and people do understand. It's horrible. They do. And it's you know, crushing. It, it is crushing. I was thinking about this, you know, there's something I read the other day from incredible writer, Jed McKenna, who I just love. And he, he said something that I just, I'm, I'll never forget. He said, depression is fear without hope. Mm -hmm. And I was like, aha, uh -huh. that's the truth. Because depression is like, I have no hope, but I'm scared to death, right? But if you can yeah. add hope to it, things change. And you and I can give hope to other people just by a smile, just yeah, by saying, absolutely. you know, if someone crosses your mind and you don't even know, this could be somebody that's totally okay and they cross your mind and you send a text and say, I'm just thinking about you, love you, what's up? Yeah. That could change. The, you don't know. They could be ready to jump off a cliff and yeah. they, they get that one thing because you heard that. That's how, that's how it goes because you follow it, you follow it and you give people hope just like we need hope. I need hope. Absolutely. Need, doesn't it make you feel good when your friends go, Hey, just think about you. I love you. And you're like, it oh. makes it, it does. It makes it feel so good. And it's just, I think, I mean, I, I'll just, you know, how I do my YouTube thing and I pulled cards this week for um, Trump and for Biden. And it was interesting because I got a card. Um, I pulled two for each, but um, Biden got um, one indicating he, um, hope, actually. It was a star indicating hope. Oh, and then Trump's card. was oh, healing. And I was like, you know, it's so interesting because I feel like whoever comes in, certainly I have my, my preference, but whoever comes in, I feel like, we, listen, we are on the road to healing. We are on, and we, I have hope for this country. I and, do too. Me too. Right? And so I think mm -hmm. that certainly everybody vote but we are on the road to healing and i and i hope this conversation you know we touched on a few subjects but i really hope this conversation helps somebody reach out you know yeah. either reach out to help somebody or reach out for help right yeah i agree I think it's been, I mean, it's been a great conversation because I think that it's, there's, and I think in a way we, you know, we, these are the kind of conversations that, you know, we need to do a little bit more of, you know, because I think it gives people an outside, um, uh, an outside place that they can hear that other people are thinking about the same things that they are. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I mean, and because just... I've been, I mean, I also had, and then we got to wrap up, but yeah. I, I had, I was very close and Polly knows the story. I'm not going to tell the story, but you know, not very long ago, 
I had a whole suicide situation with myself and I got through that. And one of the reasons was because I finally got vulnerable and I needed, and, and that broke through it. It broke through it. And I had to be really vulnerable that I needed help and that I was ready to say, you know what, I have to, something's got to change in my life, you know? And I think that a lot of people go through that. A lot of, a lot of people do. And if it's not them, they will know people, right? Yes. And we don't always want to stop and think about it because Mm -hmm. it's flipping painful, right? That's right. And the only way to heal pain is to go into it. Don't keep ignoring it. Yeah. Because that makes it worse. It makes it worse. But reach out. I mean, reach out to somebody regardless. Reach out, reach out because you're happy. Reach out because you're sad. Mm -hmm. Reach out because whatever, just, just reach out. It's that Diane, old Diana Ross song from the seventies. Reach out and touch. Yeah. Someone. I mean, I love that. I mean, that, yeah. that, that is it's true. true though. That's true. So, you know, listen, everyone, thank you for listening. And I hope that this has really um, opened your eyes a little bit about what pain that you might be going through or someone might yeah. be going through. And Polly's right. If someone crosses your mind, go reach out, you know, just say yeah. hi or whatever. That moment of pure hearing the call for love and doing something can change all of history. Literally will change all of history. And And I want to say, don't give up, right? Don't give up. Don't Don't give up up on yourself. Don't give up on anybody. That's right. Um, And, you know, let us know what you're thinking about all of this stuff. Before we go, I do want to say the suicide prevention hotline again. Oh, thank you. In the United States, it's 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. They're open 24 hours a day. They have people on the line that will help you. So it's just really great. So yeah, thank you. And thanks for bringing that up. Tough topic in a way, but it's something we can't, we can't keep running away from tough topics. No, absolutely not problems so thank you everyone for listening we've had a great time this evening with you this evening this evening and um, please go to our um, Instagram which is the positive principle show where you'll get um, you know we make beautiful graphics every week for our show and um, you'll know when we come out Monday Wednesdays and Fridays um, the show comes out about between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time. And so you can make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, we haven't said this in a while, please give us a review. Tell us what you really think. Um, I mean, we're also on um, a lot of podcast um, platforms. So go to Instagram at uh, um, The Positive Principle Show. Say hi if you're new and tell us what you think. We'd love to hear that. We'd love to hear that. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Max. Uh, you can learn more about me at polywyram.com and find my blogs on soulspring.org or your tango. And my YouTube channel is polywyram. Instagram is poly underscore wyram. But Great. we definitely love to hear from you. Great. Awesome. All right, everybody. Um, you can find me at attractpositiveresults.com where you find out um, pretty much everything that I do. You can go to my um, YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash Max Ryan videos. Um, sign up for my newsletter. You get five free um, raise your vibration videos that are actually full of great content. Um, yeah, and that's it. So we will see you next time, my friends, having a great rest of your day. And um, we love you so much. Right, Polly? 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. Talk to you later, Polly. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.